0: What is going on you guys, my name is Justin, but you can call me J Swag and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen, hanging out with us here tonight. Um, We are live on Facebook once again, and I'm trying a few new things out this week. So who knows how this is going to go for the live version. For the audio version, that was going to go great because I'm just in logic per usual recording um, the audio. That's all I need. So thank you Logic for not taking up a lot of uh, encoding space uh, and not a lot of CPU. You are so lovely and trustworthy. Um, Now, so if you're watching live, um, you can see now that I have a new webcam, hello. Um, I am not using the built-in you know, webcam, FaceTime cam on my MacBook anymore. Um, because I kind of, I got an, I got a new monitor, a second monitor for my desk for work. And so now there's not really any room to put my MacBook in front of me and use that. I just accidentally cut myself off an audio, apologize. Um, but so there's not room for my MacBook in front of me anymore to, re- to do the video parts. Um, and so I typically just will have the computer to the side here now Um, and so I'm trying to use OBS now again um, at least just for this episode because um, there's not a whole lot like going on in live current sports to talk about so I'm going to be answering some questions doing some Q&A and then I have a couple tier lists that I thought we'd do Uh, I thought that would be fun because that was fun last time well, yeah, I mean I haven't done those in a couple months now, but I was doing them fairly regularly. Um I did a couple of them. So those were fun, so I thought I'd do those again as well just to kind of have some fun and hang out tonight, a little more of a lighthearted episode. Um like I said, not a whole lot to talk about. We're still in the midst of the second round of the playoffs in the NBA. Um as of recording, the uh the Heat have beaten the Bucks th- 4 to 1. Excuse me. Um, and have moved on to their first Eastern Conference Finals since 2014. Um, And so that was obviously huge news. You know, Giannis missed most of Game 4 and obviously missed all of Game 5, and so they weren't able to rally without him and uh, make it to the next round. Um, Marvin Williams immediately retired following that game uh, after 15 years in the NBA, a, a good career for him. Um, but I mean obviously immediately the rumor started swirling of this is kind of the last this is the last game we saw uh Giannis play in a Bucks jersey. Uh he has one more year left in his contract, and he already made it clear yesterday after the game, he told reporters, I have no intention of demanding a trade. Um, you know, I'm not going anywhere next year. Um and he's also made it pretty clear that he kind of seems like a player similar to Damian Lillard, where he doesn't really um envision himself kind of teaming up with other players and kind of forming a quote unquote super team. Uh, he wants to stay loyal to the city of Milwaukee and kind of, you know, he said, when a wall comes in front of me, I don't go around it. Um, or like, you know, turn around, I go through it. Um, so to me, it sounds like he's here to stay for Milwaukee and instead is going to push for them to get better surrounding pieces for them. Um, The rumors have already started of them pursuing Chris Paul, uh, which I think would obviously be a fantastic fit for them um, because obviously in other NBA news, the Thunder and head coach Billy Donovan have agreed um, to not pursue a contract, a new contract together uh, because his contract ran up at the end of the season and they decided to uh, part ways. Um, So it seems as though... He isn't really interested in sticking around for the rebuild, and I wouldn't be surprised if um, they kind of just let Chris Paul walk and go elsewhere, um, i.e. Milwaukee, maybe Philadelphia. Um, so just a lot of moving pieces and stuff like that, but all that to say um, the Bucks have officially been eliminated from the playoffs, which is really unfortunate for them. Um, definitely not the exit I think a lot of people saw them having, Myself included, when the playoffs first started, it seemed, you know, I mean, after the regular season went on hiatus, it seemed like they were kind of destined, I mean, they were destined to win the championship. I myself predicted them to beat the Lakers in the finals um, coming into the bubble. But uh, they just never looked the same in the bubble. Um, and then especially when it came to the playoffs. And like I said, obviously, Giannis getting injured did not help their cause at all. <laughs> Excuse me. Um so yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but expect Giannis to be in Milwaukee next year. Um, expect Chris Paul to be elsewhere. I have no idea what that was. I just heard a random sound on my computer. That was very weird. Um. Anyways, so yeah, that's basically. I mean, yeah. So that series is over. The Celtics and the Raptors are playing right now. Uh, the Celtics are leading that series 3-2, so if they win this one, they will have eliminated the defending champions and move on to meet the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, but we'll see if the Raptors can pull one out. And then on the other end, the Lakers beat the Rockets last night, so they have a 2-1 lead in that series, um, and the Clippers are up 2-1 to to two to one on the Nuggets in that series, and they play later tonight. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> So, yeah, that has been your uh, your breaking news, your news update in the current NBA um, world. Again, that's pretty much the only main sport I'm covering now um, just because I, I just have lost interest in baseball, and their season is just very weird now anyways. I've never followed the uh, NHL too much, and the NFL hasn't started up yet, uh, but they will be starting up this week. So their season's coming to start pretty soon here, so we'll see how that goes. and. Uh, we might be covering that a little bit as it comes along. But at this point, my focus is just purely on the NBA playoff. Um, all right. So with that being said, um, let's just move right along to what I did have planned um, for tonight. And we're going to start off with some Q&A. Uh, I reached out on Facebook and asked you guys and Twitter uh, and asked you guys for any sports questions you had. We got a couple on Facebook. Um, no hits on Twitter. So make sure you follow Stws Cast on Twitter. Um, But obviously, like the Facebook page as well so that you can see whenever we go live, watch the live videos. And you can, um, you know, give me some questions that you have for the Q&A parts of the episodes whenever I decide to do that. Anyways, so, starting us off is Joe, who asks, does Odell prefer his ladies to be corn-fed? So this is, um, hmm, Mm hmm, how to give context to this for people who are unaware, which is definitely my mother and probably my mother-in-law. Okay, so here's the deal. Odell Beckham Jr. is an NFL player. He's a wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns currently. And essentially, um,
1: an Instagram model
0: uh, earlier this week. I don't know if she got interviewed or if she just posted it like on her story or on Twitter or something, but we got this from her. And she basically stated how she has had previous uh, relations with Odell Beckham Jr. and uh, has said that he enjoys when the women he's having relations with. Uh, relieve themselves on him? Uh, Yeah. So let your mind fill in the rest. So this is obviously just a joke of does Odell prefer his ladies to be corn-fed? And I'm just going to leave it at that. There's your answer, Joe. All right, next up is a question from Michael. And he asks, what is up with the Yankees and their complete collapse recently? Five and 15 in our last 20. I know injuries have been tough, but still their bullpen has been horrendous. I guess that next man up mentality is failing them this year. Yeah, this is... Listen, again, I've said how I don't really follow baseball that much anymore. Um, obviously, I'm still a, 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 a casual Yankees fan. Um, I've been a Yankees fan my whole life. It's not... For bandwagon reasons, I grew up in that area. Um, so I, I still get, like, alerts for their the final scores of all their games. So I'm relatively keeping track of how they're doing. Um, and I actually brought this up. I was uh, visiting my parents this past weekend um, up in New Jersey. And I was talking to my dad about that. I mentioned what's going on with the Yankees um, because I said I – I basically noticed. I was like, it seems like the past three weeks or two weeks – almost every single alert I get on my phone for the final score is them losing. And there you go. In their last 20 games, they're 5-15 and 15 after I believe they started pretty much 15-5 and five in their first 20, um, somewhere around there. So they had started off real hot. They had the best record. Um, they were leading the division. Uh, everything was looking good. Uh, that was pretty much the start in the season that I think a lot of people were expecting them to have. Um, but then, you know they just have been playing pretty horrendously um, and like he mentioned, like Michael mentioned, there have been a lot of injuries. I know that Aaron Judge has been on and off the uh this the roster this season um John Carlos Stanton is always dealing with injuries. It seems like at this point, um, I believe Gary Sanchez is either been dealing with injuries or has just been playing pretty terribly. There's another player I know. Uh, that recently, I can't remember who it was, who was just designated for their minor league team. Um, and, <laughs> excuse me, uh, he basically said, like, yeah, that was the right decision. I'm playing like crap, and so I need to get get my stuff together, uh, you know, to figure this out. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on with them. And I know at this point it's, it's debatable if they're ever going to make it into the playoffs this year, uh, which a lot of people, I think, had them as their World Series favorites. Um, so... At the end of the day, I, I can't really give an answer because, again, I don't really watch their games at all. Um, but even still, it just – they aren't playing well, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's obviously just the answer for any team that uh, is going through a span like this. I think the injuries obviously helps, and that's unfortunate. So you can only do so much with a, uh, you know, a batter, a bruised and battered lineup. Um but yeah, it just seems like nothing is really going their way right now. So we'll see if they're able to get it together. Okay, our next question here comes from Jeffrey. Jeff, my daddy I I don't like that I just said that. My dad. Uh, he asks, uh, how awesome will Roman Reigns be as a heel? I think he's already proven um, that he's, it, it, this is going to go very well for him. Um, this is something similar to John Cena uh that people have been calling for for years now um and obviously John Cena loved to always kind of taunt it and and dance around it when giving promos um <clears throat> and hint at it and like you know that he knew that that was what people were calling for and kind of just joke about it a little bit um and It's the same thing with Roman Reigns here. He hasn't joked about it really as much, um, but it's just been something that's been out there that everyone has been calling for for years just because his character was getting stale and seemed kind of phony. Um, Not phony, but just like... just wasn't working super well for him, and they scripted a lot of his promos too much, and so it just came off as very corporate and and stale and weird. Um, And just, yeah, phony, not like in... fake, but just like cheesy. Um, And so finally he came back after being gone for about five and a half months um, for various reasons, um, but made a surprise return at uh, SummerSlam as a heel um, and has now since paired himself with Paul Heyman, uh, which I think was an incredible pairing and an incredible decision on WWE's part to do that. Uh, and essentially, he's just going to be their n- new Brock Lesnar, really. Um, I think it's good that they're taking the mic away from him. Not, I mean, when he was able to give impassioned, real, less scripted promos, that he came across a lot better. Um, but I think just totally taking it away from him and giving him a mouthpiece and a manager like Paul Heyman uh, is incredible, a really good decision. And I think... In storyline, it makes sense, too, of just like, um, you know, Roman was sick of, you know, losing to guys like Brock Lesnar and sick of coming in second place. Um, And it just seems like he's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes now to just be at the top and hold the championship for as long as I can and just dominate. And uh, I think it's gone pretty swimmingly so far. And I think moving forward, I think it's going to be great if they continue – to book him how they have. I mean, even at his match at Payback, it was a triple threat match for the WWE Universal Championship. And he didn't come out until, you know, fifteen minutes into the match. Um hit both the guys with a couple chairs, um, hit a spear, and then pinned Strowman and, and got the title. Um, you know, barely broke a sweat. Um and it just, it's, it's just great tech. It's just great booking for a heel. And it's just, it just fits him a lot better. I think, um, I think he was great as a heel in the shield where he's just more of a, 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 big brawny muscle, you know, the muscle of a, of a group of the pairing with Heyman being the mouthpiece, him just being, you know, the brawn. And so it's just like Heyman does all the talking for him, talks him up. And then Roman just shows up whenever is most convenient for him And gets the job done. Um, So I think it was a great decision to turn him heel. I think they've done an excellent job so far with uh, his storyline and booking. So here's hoping to the rest of 2020 for him and forward. Um, And here's hoping that the WWE does not find a way to screw this up. Um, But yeah, I'm pumped for it. I think it was a great, great call. All right, our next question comes in from Mary, my mom. And she actually has two questions. Her first question, in your opinion, what is the best spectator sport, both live and by watching televised? Um, So as this question uh, states at the beginning, this is my opinion. And so for both of them, I'm going to say basketball Um, it's no surprise or secret on this show that basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way that they uh, dribble up and down the court. Um, Yeah, sorry. I was trying to think of the rest of the lyrics to that song, but I couldn't think of them. Uh, But yeah, it's basketball. I love basketball. Um, I think it's... I well, so I should preface by saying I've been to an NBA game, an NFL game. No, sorry, I've been to an NBA game, an MLB game, and an NHL game, and an MLS game, and an international soccer game. Um, I've also been to a college hockey game. I've been to college basketball, baseball, football, soccer games. Um. I've been to a WWE live event, not one of their TV shows, um, but just like one of their live events during the week back when they used to do those. Remember that? Um, so I haven't been to an NFL game. I think that's the only professional, like big level sport I haven't, I haven't been to like an international soccer. I haven't been to like a, uh, like a premier league or um L- 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 I've been, yeah, I haven't been to any like European soccer uh, matches. I haven't been to any rugby matches either or cricket. Anyways, um, I'm rambling here. So, out of all of the sports that I've been to live and watched on TV, um, I think that the NBA r- gets as close to as exciting on TV as it is when you're there live. Um, Again, I've never been to an NFL game, so I can't talk to that. But NFL in general, to me, unless I'm rooting for, uh, unless it's a, I'm watching a game for the New York Giants, who are my favorite team, I'm just not nearly as interested. Um, and it just can get kind of boring for me. Um, I mean, if it's a marquee matchup, you know, if we're getting like the Chiefs, Um, playing, you know, the Saints or uh, the uh, Texans or something like that, where it's just going to be like a a barn burner of an offensive game, then that can be more interesting for me. But generally, football on TV is just, like, fine. It's just something for me that I put on when I'm really tired in the fall on Sundays and just kind of halfway sleep the entire day away while football is on the TV um baseball is just mega boring to watch on on TV. And I was like talking about that with my family over this weekend because uh growing up, um th- up through middle school, um and a little bit into high school, I watched every single home game that the Yankees played that I could. Um I wouldn't really watch the West Coast games because those came on at like 10, 1030. Um so I just, you know, was usually in bed by then. Um, but any home game I could watch on the ES Network, um, I watched it with my dad. Um, and it's pretty wild to think of just like, because now I don't watch pretty much any, I, I'll i typically try to watch Yankee games if they're in the playoffs. Um, but I rarely watch any regular season MLB games. Um, and it's just wild to me that like, as a child, especially in elementary school, that I had the attention span to sit there for an entire baseball game multiple times a week um, and watch, like, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 baseball games a year on TV. Um, Just pretty wild. Um, So anyways... Since then, I I just, it's just, I can't watch it. It's just so long and slow and boring, and the games have only gotten slower and longer. Um, And I think the general population agrees because baseball's TV numbers have been drastically declining in the past few years. Um, So the ratings speak for themselves. Um, But, anyways. Live baseball though is a lot different and I, I love going to a live baseball game, specifically Yankees, obviously, because that's my team. And Yankee Stadium is beautiful. Um But yeah, I I live baseball is definitely something totally different. It's a fun atmosphere. Um it's a lot it it's it, it's but it's more of a hangout though, you know? Um it's more of the experience that's fun. Um you know you go I always would go with like my partner and you know my parents, or sometimes we would go with my whole family, even bring like my grandma with us um or if you go with a couple of friends, it's just fun you're getting some beers you're um you know getting your 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 hot dog or your pretzels, and you're doing all the chants and the cheers um and you're just hanging out while watching a baseball game um so it's it's fun it's definitely. A fun atmosphere, um, but in terms of actually watching it as a spectator sport, um, live—I mean, base i mean, I mean TV—it doesn't compare to any of them. But live, um, it's definitely up there. But it's more of the experience. Um, soccer, I'll say, is um, for me—it's hard to watch as well because again, it's just—it's slow. It gets very fast when something's happening and very exciting. You know when. Um, a team is on the offensive um, and they're, you know, in the box and it's looking like they're going to score and stuff like that. But again, it can be a, a relatively slow sport. Um, luckily, there's a set time to it. So you know how long it's going to go each each match. Um, again, live, it's definitely very different. And I'd say live, it's a lot more exciting, definitely more than baseball, too, because of the fans, really. Um like I said, I've been to an international game. I watched um, a, uh, what do you call it? Exhibition match between uh, the Brazilian men's national team and the United States men's national team uh, back in 2010, I think. Um, so that was like peak Brazil uh, back when they had like Kaká. Uh, Neymar was just coming up. Um I can't think of their goalie's name, but they had a lot of good players on that team. I mean, they always do, but that was back when they were, uh, you know, favorites for the World Cup and stuff like that. And our the men's national team was especially, definitely better than it is now. But uh, anyway, so that was a very exciting event. And then I, uh, if you don't know, I also worked uh, for the New York Red Bulls um, for a season. So I got to basically work, the first half of the match and then the second half was ours um to enjoy. So we just were able to uh watch the second half of the match as fans. Uh so I saw a lot of MLS games that year. I mean, obviously they're all Red Bull games, but saw a lot of different teams come through. So that was also very fun, very exciting. Um and I've been to other Red Bulls games as well, just with with family and friends. Um and I'll say live soccer is definitely a whole different atmosphere and especially if you watch it on TV And you're watching specifically Premier League games, at least that I know of. I've never really watched La Liga or Bundesliga games, but um, I'd imagine they're the same. But just anywhere in Europe, really, uh, the fans just are nuts, and it's incredible. Um, There's always some sort of chanting or singing going on, um, no matter what's going on in the game there's just a buzz and a hum uh, throughout the entire match and it's just exciting and it makes it a whole lot better of an environment and an atmosphere and just keeps you interested and involved um so soccer is definitely up there for live uh televised not so much I mean the world cup is exciting to watch but it's just hard for me as well to get invested in you know teams in the in Europe because really the MLS is just not comparable to uh, the Premier League or Bundesliga um, or Serie A, any of those leagues, really. Um, and then, again, basketball for me is just, it's just exciting the entire... I mean, something is happening the entire... I won't say it's exciting the entire game, but something is always happening, um, and there's no just kind of standing still or uh, just very slowly moving around. Or waiting Um, it's just pretty continuous action unless you're in a timeout which there's not a whole lot of those per game either Um, and you just like I said that just it feels to me again it's my favorite sport so it's biased Um, but to me just it translates the best over TV uh, the excitement of it uh, and the experience of it so I've been to a lot of NBA games Um, I've sat you know As close to courtside as I'll probably ever get, um, which was like at a Knicks game, I was like eight rows back um, from actual legitimate courtside, but I was on the floor um, right underneath the hoop. uh, So that was really exciting. Um, You know, a good friend of our family uh, had some really good tickets and invited me and my dad to go with him. So that was an incredible experience. Um, And then I've seen other Knicks games as well from all throughout the Garden Um, I've been to some Nets games as well. Um, I still haven't been to a Lakers or Clippers game yet at home. I still really want to go to Staples Center and watch a basketball game there. Um, But, you know, my brother-in-law lives out in L.A., so I have a feeling that's going to happen sooner or later. So that'll be fun. But anyways, I've been getting really tangential so far this episode. Um, Anyways... I, in my opinion, to answer the question, the best spectator sport, both live and by watching, is NBA basketball. Um, I'd say live for professional goes NBA, then soccer, then um, football, then baseball. Well, I should, I guess I can speak on hockey a little bit. I've been to a couple of Devils games before. Uh, that's basically it, but those are pretty exciting. Um, and playoff hockey is really fun to watch on on TV. Um, I'm just not invested in a team, so it's hard for me to stay to like watch just a hockey game on TV. Um, so I'll say it goes basketball, then soccer, then hockey, then football than baseball. That's live. And then televised, I'll say it's basketball, hockey, uh,
1: soccer, football, baseball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope that answers the question. That was a really long answer, but I just wanted to break it down for each sport and uh, Just give some, a little bit of storytelling with it. But yeah, so that's my answer. Okay, we have one more question here. And this is the second one from Mary. (laughs) I apologize, by the way, for my nose. I don't know what's going on. I, like, it feels like I'm having, like, an allergic reaction to something. But, like, I haven't changed any, like, nothing different has happened today than the past six months for me to have an allergic reaction. So I don't really know what's going on. I apologize for Sniffling into the mic, uh, but anyway. So her question is: I have a hard time getting behind professional sports because their salaries are just ridiculous. Has it always been this way, and what justification can you come up with for it? I love how she put the justification on me for their salaries. Um, but that is fair. So I did a—I can't even call it research because I just was not super prepared for today's episode. Um because I just had a very busy day. And like I said, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Um, But so I did some quick Google searching (laughs) Um, and I was able to find a couple of articles and numbers and such. (laughs) Excuse me, gosh. Um, On salaries So first of all, just to explain it, the salaries for um, professional athletes come mostly from their TV deals that their leagues have. So like the NBA signed a TV deal with Turner Sports, so that's why most basketball games throughout the regular season and playoffs are on TNT. Um, And they also have one with ESPN, so that's why pretty much if you want to watch basketball – you're going to watch it on either ESPN, ABC or TNT because those are their TV deals same with the NFL with ESPN um, and NBC and I believe CBS and Fox they have a bunch um, and so on and so forth. each league has their own uh, contracts deals with different networks um, and so those deals you know are definitely slightly based off of um, you know ratings, and so typically those are the numbers are based off of how many viewers they're expecting to get throughout the season um and just how much revenue and money is gonna be driven and come through uh for each of those leagues so right now, I have an article up by Forbes um unfortunately, this one is. What's the date on it? This article is almost four years old, which is unfortunate. I couldn't find one for all five major sports uh, that was any more recent. Um, But it's the average... um, It's the average player salary and highest paid salary in the NBA, MLB, NHL, NFL, and MLS. Um... And again, this is from four years ago. So basically, with all of these numbers, you can just slightly raise them. Um, Just because pretty much every year, the numbers are going up. The salary cap is going up. Um, You know, TV numbers are going up. The deals are going up. Um, So here we go. So the NBA the average salary uh was is was 6.2 million dollars um in 2016 2017 in that season uh i believe the average now is 6.4 million so again hasn't gone up a whole lot um but it's gone up a little bit. So the average NBA player salary is $6.2 million, and the highest paid player at that time was LeBron James, who was making $31 million in that season. Uh, for the MLB, the average salary was $4.4 million, uh, and their highest player, paid player was Clay- Clayton Kershaw, who made $32 million that season. The NHL... The average salary was two point nine million dollars, and their highest paid player was An's Kopitar. Oh gosh, Anz 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 Kopitar, who made fourteen million dollars that season. Um, NFL: The average salary is two point one million dollars, and their highest paid player was Drew Brees, who made thirty one point two five million dollars. Uh, And then the MLS, their average salary is (laughs) just over $300,000, but their highest paid player at the time was Kaka, making $7.2 million. Um, Yeah, so as you can see, NBA is definitely the highest average. Um, And I believe still to this day... Well, I'm not sure now. But I think as of right now, the NBA also has the highest paid player for a season. Um, I actually have something up for that. Um, f- this is from heavy.com. Um,
1: let's see. Yeah, so this year, was it this year or was it last year?
0: It was this year. So this year, Steph Curry made $37.46 million. Um, So he made $37 million this year. I believe that was higher because a lot of the MLB contracts, those huge max contracts that were signed this summer by or last summer as well by uh Mike Trout and um Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, the you know, those ten year three hundred thirty, four hundred fifty million dollar contracts. Um, those those that single Season salary won't get to its highest until towards the end of that uh, that contract. Um, so yeah, so the NBA, uh, the highest average salary and the highest paid player um, uh, as of today, um, and it only makes a certain amount of sense. Again, MLB makes sense; their average salary is four point four uh like I said their TV numbers are declining um they're still holding steady but there's still just a lot of money in baseball um and there's you know there's no salary cap in baseball either so that money really also comes from the owners of the teams um and wanting to pay out their players um along with those those you know TV deals and the the uh collective bargaining agreements um the NHL at 2.9 million makes sense. Um NHL's numbers never have never been super high on TV. Um but the one that's most surprising is obviously the NFL, which is, you know, a billion dollar corporation. Um they own a day of the week uh you know for 6 months of the year and their average salary is only 2.1 million dollars. Um, I think the 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 thing that happens here with football with the NFL is you pretty much have, you know, the average player making two point one million dollars, but then you have these two, maybe th- three players, but usually only two, maximum of like two players per team, who just make an exorbitant amount of money. So again, so like for the Saints, they had Drew Brees in twenty sixteen make a little over thirty one million dollars in that season. We are continually seeing pretty much every year a team is signing their quarterback to the new highest contract. um, But they're still never really getting over that, you know, 33, $34 million mark for a season. Um, So they can definitely get up there uh, and give the NBA a run for the money for their highest paid players, but their average salary just does not compare. Um, And that honestly confuses me a lot because i'm not a huge numbers financials guy so i can't give you the breakdown for how you know the nfl pays out their players compared to the nba and i can't break down their collective bargaining agreements and the salary caps and all that stuff but what i can tell you is that i am pretty sure <laughs> that the nfl has better tv ratings than the nba and consistently is drawing more viewers per game than the NBA, so you'd think that their CBAs and their TV agreements would be for higher, which would mean they'd have more money to pay their players out um, but again, you know obviously the other thing to consider is that an NBA roster consists of 13 people while an NHL ro- or NFL roster consists of fifty two people so you're just having to spread the money out across a lot of more people. Um, but again, they still make sure for either their star quarterback or running back um, that they are getting absolutely paid out uh, in bags. Um, so I also have something up here. Uh, this was it was easiest to find this for the NBA, um, but this is basically it's a list of the highest paid NBA players. By season. Um, So that... um, I just wanted to try to look and see how it's gone up uh, over the years. Um,
1: So this goes back to
0: 1995. Um, So obviously... Couple of things to take in mind here. This is since 95, 96. Um, so these numbers obviously don't go back earlier, unfortunately. Uh, but again, this is all I could really find in the time I had. Um, and these are. I'm just going to be going over the top. Hmm. I'll go over the top three players just because there's going to be some parity, because, like, you know. Michael Jordan came back and signed a massive, massive contract with the Bulls in 96, but the next highest paid player was half his salary. So, again, these are the top three players, but it's just we'll still get a feel for how that has increased as well over the years. So, 95 96, uh, the highest paid player was Patrick Ewing at, uh, I'm just going to round up to, at $19 million then Clyde Drexler at 10 million and then David Robinson at 8 million. Um and then it went up to again this is Michael Jordan so he made 30 million and then Horace Grant at 15, Reggie Miller at 11. And then the next year it went up to uh 33 21 and 14. And then it went up, uh, and then, it, you know, Michael Jordan retired, so then it went back down. But so then it was 19, 7, and 15. 17, and 15, excuse me. And then 17, 17, 15. And then 20, 19, 17. And then 22, 22, 19. Then 25, 24, 22. And then 28, 27, and 18, so you can see it's going up. And then it was 28, 20, and 18. And then 20, 20, and 20. Now we're getting a little more equal. Then 21, 20, and 18. Okay, then 24, 21, 20. And then 25, 21, 21. and then 23, 23, 23, and then 25, 2019, then 25, 21, 21, then 30, 21, and 20, then 30, 23, and 22, and then 24, 24, 24. Now we're getting higher again with the averages, then 25, 23, 23, Then 31, 27, 27. Huge jump. And we have actually one, two, three, four, five, six people at 27 there. Um, and then 35, 34, 31. We're definitely in a new CBA here. And then two players at 30. And then two more. three, Three more at 29. Jeez. And then 38 36 36 36 33 32 31 the top 10 was all over 30 million that year and then this year Steph was at 40 million Russell Westbrook at 39 Chris Paul at 39 Kevin Durant James Harden and John Wall at 38 LeBron at 37 Kyle Lowry at 35, Blake Griffin at 35, and Paul George at 33. So you can see like in 95, 96, the highest player was at 19. And then the number 10 was at 5.3. And now in 2019, 2020, this year, the highest was at 40 million and the lowest was at 33 million. Or sorry, number 10 was at 33 million. So that's a... Massive, massive jump. Um, I mean, like I said, TV numbers are only going up. Um, Brand deals, sponsorships, ad revenue, uh, CBAs. It's just everything is going up. Uh, Sports are only becoming more popular, especially when you look at the NBA. The NBA is the number one growing league in the world um they have i mean outside of soccer they have out uh, by far and away the the most fans in worldwide um this sport is only growing and getting bigger and more popular um and uh the the numbers show that um and again at the end of the day you know it's just because there's only 12 people that have to divide that money by um tv networks are only going to continue to pay more and more money for they can have more ex- exclusivity to air that content um i mean when you think of it you know when you think of uh march madness you think of tbs you think of true tv and you think of cbs right and that's because they paid hundreds if hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars to make sure of that. Um, So you're not seeing it on, you're not seeing it on Fox. You're not seeing it on NBC. um, You're not seeing it on FS1. It's on TBS. It's on True TV. uh, It's on TNT, all the Turner sports networks. And then it's on CBS. Um, So, that's that's why the player salaries are so high because uh, the TV deals keep getting more and more rich uh, and that in turn puts more and more money in the pockets of the leagues, which puts more and more money in the pockets of the players, especially when you have a good players union who represents you well and gets you a good CBA so that the money is going to the players who are the ones that people are watching and the reason that those numbers are so high. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my answer to that question and that is all of the questions that we have Um, and so that's going to end that Q&A segment uh, for this episode Um, but now we're going to turn it over to um, the tier list section of it um And we're just going to have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, Like I said, I just wanted to kind of do a little bit of a hangout and just have some fun uh, at the end of this episode. So I got three different tier lists here to do. Um, Maybe we'll get a special guest on for the last one. Um, So if you're on the audio format here, you'll still be able to listen in here because I'm going to explain what I'm doing with it. But the visual part of this is definitely more exciting. So um, if you want you can pick up the episode on Facebook uh, and watch the video from this episode so you can see the tier list. But I'll be tweeting out pictures of all three of them too. Um, So let's switch to this. There we go. And then we can minimize this. So you guys want to see that. And we'll do this. All right. So this first list that we're doing is... Uh, WWE finishers, finishing moves, signature moves. Um, oh, there's not a whole lot here. That's fine. That'll be fun though. Um, so this, I I wanted to do a wrestling one just because I love wrestling. I haven't talked a whole lot about wrestling or the WWE recently. I haven't given them a whole lot of love just because, uh, I haven't been watching it much recently because it's just been a bummer to watch because a lot of the uh, storylines and everything have just gone to crap since the uh, pandemic hit. The writing has kind of gone off of the rails and uh, you know, they laid a bunch of people off that they didn't need to, which kind of uh, rubbed me the wrong way. And they just haven't been very safe during the whole pandemic with their workers as well. So just not a huge fan of what they're doing right now, but Anyways, um let's get started. So we got great good okay bad and terrible. So does it say what they are cuz I can't even tell. Oh, okay, that's John Cena. It's the AA. Um the attitude adjustment, formerly known as the FU. This one is I'm putting this in bad. We're starting off with bad because I've always hated this finisher. Um because I always thought it looked pretty dumb. I always thought like it just wouldn't hurt. Like I feel like it doesn't really actually hurt at all. Um, It's really not doing much. I'm just, I've never been a fan of it. So I'm putting it in a bad, it's not terrible, but it's bad. The Cobra clutch. And I mean, I don't know if this is specifically supposed to be Rusev's, but the Cobra clutch in general, I'm going to say it's okay. Um, because you know it does look like it's you know it puts some torque on your back and your neck and your arms, so it's just stretching you out the wrong ways. Um if you get some good torque on it, like if you make it if you sell it real good, then it can be in the good section. But I think relatively speaking, I think it's okay. I don't think it's that great. Um it's just not that like intimidating. Uh it doesn't look super painful uh Hulk Hogan's leg drop that is terrible it's beyond terrible uh it's just a regular old move that people don't even do in matches anymore cuz it's so l- bad and lame uh, and this was his finisher that won him countless titles um and uh, i just i hate hulk hogan i don't know i understand that he pushed a lot of money sold a lot of tickets and was a huge sell for wrestling in the 80s and 90s but like god He's just like not a good person. He's a terrible worker and wrestler. Um, not a great person to work with. So, and his moveset was awful. Um, What is this? Big E's, Big Ending. This one's bad too, man. He just like holds you on his shoulder and then just like falls. Like it just doesn't look that painful, man. I'm definitely putting it above the AA though. Because it definitely looks more painful than that, but like not by much. The black mass, this one's great. You're good. I'll put it a good. Um,
1: Well, should I put it? Hmm. I'm going
0: to put it in great actually, because it's a kick to the back of the head. It's a roundhouse kick to the back of the head And he does it so quick and out of nowhere um, that it makes it a lot more exciting to watch. Um, So I'm definitely a fan of it. And I don't
1: know if... Hold on a second. Have we... Hmm...
0: Give me two seconds here, audio. Okay, we're back. OBS is the worst. I wasn't recording audio that whole time for Facebook. Anyways, we're just going to move on. Black Mass, very cool, big fan. Uh, the Claymore, I am, I'm going to put this in good um, <laughs> because it looks real cool. Uh, again, it's, just, it's another stiff kick to the face. Um, that'll give you a nice headache. Uh, and it looks cool and the setup for it is good. So I'm a fan of it. I like it. Seth Rollins stomp curb stomp. Um, this one's good as well. It just doesn't look as cool, but like, it definitely does a lot of like, you know, it's, it's a real thing that people do. Unfortunately, that really hurts people. Um, a curb stomp, just like, you know, you know, you can think of what it is. Um, It's just, like, a terrible thing to do to an app person in real life. Um, So it's supposed to mimic that. So, obviously, maximum damage. Um, But it just, like, doesn't, in terms of, like, professional wrestling and, like, entertainment, it just doesn't look that cool. Um, So, but it's good, though. It's good. Uh, What is this? Oh, the uh, Dirty Deeds, D- Dean Ambrose.
1: Uh, it's
0: okay. I like it. I don't love it. Um, it's, you know, it's a double arm, What is it, double arm DDT, I guess, is what you officially call it. Um, again, it depends on how you sell it. It can look good if If they sell it right and if you you perform it right, but sometimes it just looks bad, especially when you're trying to do it quick, it's just like it doesn't look that great. And again, it's it's tough too, because over the years, like Jake the Snake, his finisher was just a DDT, um, and that used to like put people away. But then it became just such a normal uh move of just people's regular everyday move set, so it just like became not that strong. But now there's variations of it that are abused, being used as finishers again, so it's tough. Uh, the Gargano escape—it's um, basically a crossface, really. Um, which I'm gonna put it in in bad, honestly, because I never understood the the crossface as a submission. It just never looked that painful. Um, it looks fine, I guess, but submission moves for me you gotta be like really creative, and it's gotta look like pretty devastating for me to be like sold on it um g t s is definitely gonna go up in good, the top of good uh because the whole setup for it is not great, you know the fireman's carry, I guess you kinda have to to get the leverage of getting them up to get the maximum drop. But then you're literally just dropping their head on your knee. So, like, it's called go to sleep for a reason because it's supposed to knock them out. Um, and, again, if you sell it right, it looks beautiful. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a great finisher. I mean, you're, in in essence, knocking them out cold. You're putting a knee directly into their head. Um, I don't know what this one's called. It's Adam Cole's finisher, though, where he basically does the running knee to the back of the head. Again, that's going in good uh, because it's basically the same thing. Um, same concept, I should say. I think it looks prettier, though, so that's why I'm putting it above the GTS. Um, but yeah, it just it looks prettier. Uh, so I'm going to put it ahead of uh, the GTS. The RKO, I'm putting it in OK. Uh, and the only reason it's as far up as OK is because it looks really cool the way that... Orton has now turned it into something that quote-unquote comes out of nowhere. Um, And the way you can hit reversals into an RKO, it looks cool. But in essence, it's really not... It doesn't even look like it'd be that... I mean, it depends on how you sell it. Like, we've seen people like Kofi Kingston and Rob Van Dam sell the crap out of it and literally just land... And ricochet. Literally just land on the top of their head when he does it. So obviously when that happens... Um, it looks devastating, but typically they're just landing on their, it's just a big ending, but you're around their neck and head instead of their, their midsection. So it's just like, I don't know, it just doesn't look like it would actually do that much damage. Uh, rock bottom. It's terrible. Like, sorry for all you rock stands, but like, it's the same as the leg drop where it's like, it's literally just like, the most basic of slams, uh, but with just like with some flair from the rock. Uh, so it just like, I don't know, it just doesn't look that great. Um, obviously, again, it's tied to the rock. So everyone's like, oh, it's incredible. It's the best. But like, it's really not that impressive. Uh, it just doesn't look that bad. Uh, Shooting Star Press. I'm going to go with uh, Good bottom tier good because um i mean first of all it looks awesome you're literally just doing an inverted backflip onto someone from the top ropes like that's pretty sick um but on top of that when you actually think of it you think that the backflip is unnecessary but it gives you more momentum and it you know for some people it also gets them higher up in the air So you're coming down harder on them with, again, with more momentum. Um, And it's essentially you just jumping and landing on top of someone. So it does, that's the funny thing, is it does pretty much just as much damage, I feel like, to the person performing it as it does to the person receiving it. Um, But it's such a pretty move, especially from this one with Evan Bourne. Um, If you get someone who knows what they're doing, a shooting star press is a beautiful sight to see the spear is going bottom of okay because again depending on who does it it looks cool but it's definitely overused now but like it's basically just a football tackle um, so it's not like accomplishing a whole lot uh, I mean I shouldn't say that but it's just like football players get up from tackles you know 10 to 15 times a game. Um, so, I mean, obviously they have pads on, so it's different, but I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's good, not great. I mean, it's, it's okay, not good. <laughs> uh, the STF bottom, it always looks so bad, and especially when John Cena does it. Like, where, where's the pain here? You don't see as he has this guy's leg hooked with his legs, like in between his which does nothing because it's just bending his knee uh, the way it's supposed to bend. And then, like, look, there's no, there's a gap here between his arms and the guy's chin and throat, so there's just no pressure at all on it. I mean, it was the worst move that John Cena adopted. I hated it. It just never looked good. It's awful. Uh, listen, the stunner should go in great because it's just so incredible to watch. But I just don't think it would have the same
1: effect as mm,
0: like Black Mass. You're literally kicking some, a roundhouse kick to the back of the head. Mm, I feel like I should move Adam Cole's knee up as well to great. And we'll put the stunner at the top of good. It's a legendary move. Uh, especially when sold, right? I mean, really, as long as you don't have uh, Vince McMahon selling it, it's going to look great. So, yeah, one more needs to be said about it. Styles Clash is bad, man. I don't like it. Uh, it. Again, it's just like, it's a cool way of just like doing like a something like a big ending or an RKO where it's just like, it's just someone landing on their front side, like their entire front side. Um, it feasibly does just as much damage to, to AJ Styles as it does to whoever he's performing it on because he's landing on his knees and his arms, like in his elbows, while they're landing, like they have their hands out, like they always land that way. So it's just like, I don't know, I just never understood the severity of this move either. It's just like, it looks cool because there's so much like setup for and it's like the guy's upside down on him and he's flipping over, but it's like, it's just like if you did like a belly flop, really, it's just, I don't know. It's just not that great. Switching music is going into great. It's the bottom of great because it's a beautiful move performed by Shawn Michaels. And you're just getting all your momentum kicking up right into a guy's jaw. Like you're going to knock him out. Uh, it's a killer move. I'm going to go specifically with Shawn Michaels is here because again, the super kick is like the most overperformed move in professional wrestling right now. Uh, and it's really lost its severity and, and, and protection. Um, so just specifically the switch and music by Shawn Michaels, the setup is beautiful. um, the aura around it is great and it was well protected and he just always performed it extremely well. Um, and it's pretty easy to sell a super kick. Daniel Bryan's running knee is also going to go in great because it's essentially Adam Cole's move, but it's at the front of their head instead of the back of their head. So it's the same thing really. It's just that this one, it's the front and the guy standing Adam Cole's just the back and they're on their knees so that's why I give that one slightly more severity because he also slaps his knee really hard. Or slaps his leg really hard. And Daniel Bryan doesn't usually do that. Pile Piledriver, also going in great because you're literally just dropping a guy on his head. Little weird that you put the, your head through the guy's legs on top of his crotch, um, but do what you want to do, Undertaker. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, you're literally just dropping a guy straight on the top of his head. So what more do you, what more do you want? Um, SOS. I'm going to put in. Okay. It's the top of. Okay. Because like, you know, at the end of the day, the idea is that you're kicking someone in the back of the head. I similar to the black mass. Um, But it has a cool flip with it, but it only lands like how it's supposed to like half of the time. And so it just ends up usually looking pretty sloppy and he rarely ever actually kicks them near the head. And it usually can end up being like the shoulder or like the upper back. And it just like, it's just cool. The setup is cool. Like the whole like flip thing into the kick is really cool, but it's like with doing that, you just you can't really hit your mark that many times, you kind of have to get lucky, uh, and so it ends up oftentimes looking sloppier than it does neat. Um, and then finally, we have the WMD from Big Show, aka the knockout punch, aka a big, beefy hand just punching you straight in the face. Um, I want to put this in good because I'm going to put like right in the middle of good because I like the concept of it. It's this seven foot 400 pound guy with this basketball of a hand. And he's literally just straight punching you right in the face. And it's, you know, again, it's supposed to be a knockout punch. Like it just knocks them out every time he hits it. Um, It's one of the most protected finishers. It always lands. It always looks great. Um, it's easy to perform and sell, um, but it just it for me, it takes away like, okay, why isn't that just everyone's finisher? like why doesn't everyone just go for a straight punch right to the face? I get it. it's the big show, he's twice the size of almost everyone else, but like I feel like that same power should come from them. I don't know, I guess it's cool, and it makes sense, but it's just like.
1: <sighs> yeah
0: I don't know it's just like I feel like it could it just, it, it just doesn't make sense why more people don't do it then for me I guess I'll just leave it at that but there you go so that's our list let me see if I can take a screenshot of this
1: do that
0: right cool so I will tweet that out after this um so there's our finisher tier our WWE finishers tier list and now we're going to do one that's the NBA team logos all 30 NBA teams we're going to rank them we got S-A-B-C-D so just best to worst and let's see if we
1: uh What did I just do? See if we can't get a special
0: guest in here to help us out with this one. I'll be right back. Okay, we have a special guest with us here now. Hi, hi, hello. My partner Megan is here joining us to do this fun little um, tier list. So as I mentioned, this is uh, the team logos for all 30 Mm. NBA teams. And we're going to rank them. I hate how this just like falls this way. That's okay. It literally just keeps going further and further away from you. All right. Um, Hopefully you guys can hear us. So we're going to start with the Orlando Magic. Mm. This one I think is like C tier.
2: I was going to say C or D. Because it's, it's just, just so cheesy. And it looks old. It looks like what I thought would be cool when I was um, like eight.
0: Well, I mean, it is basically a team that solely exists because of Disney World. I mean, it's the Orlando Magic. Sure. So it's supposed But to that's, be
2: like... it should be more magical if it's for Disney World.
0: Yeah. Cause they, yeah.
2: Disney has a pretty classic... You know,
0: I mean, the original Mighty Ducks logo was sick. Really, and that was from Disney. Yeah.
2: Well, that's the point. Is like Disney. Disney actually does have like as much as I'm not super into Disney anymore. Like all their stuff is still like classy and right or not classy, but classic and like they spend a lot of money and time on their stuff. So for being a team that exists just for Disney, that's that's pretty sad.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go C tier. It's not awful. Because I, I do like the simplicity great. of it because it's not overly cheesy mm. um, and not overly just like, wow, this is clearly just like Disney. Yeah. Um, but it's also really not that great. Leaves you wanting <laughs> a lot. All right. The Dallas Mavericks. This one I've always liked. Yeah. Um, again, it's simple. I like the colors for it. Um, you know, it's got the horse with the basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just think a tiny
2: it's tiny bit too much going on.
0: Yeah, it's but a little
2: not, not in a way that makes it bad. Yeah,
0: not, or awful. It's a little much, but at the same time, it also kind of lacks a little bit of pop for me
2: mm-hmm.
0: because it's just like it's a darker blue and then gray, white, and black.
2: Yeah, I would say like
0: I think B- it's B tier. Yeah. I think it's good. I enjoy yeah. it. I like it, but it's not great. It's not great. I thought there were some of the better ones. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. I really like this one. I
2: was about to say that one's really good. The colors, the colors contrast well enough, and it's a simple but like cool looking design. Mm-hmm. They've got the cool like little nugget of gold at the top. It's just simple, and they've utilized like what you know they have the axe or whatever you actually call those. What are they? Pickaxe. Pickaxe. They have the pickaxes, but it like doesn't detract from the design, and it. I like it. A got lot. the
0: Rocky Mountain here in the back. The oh, basketball. I thought that was a
2: nugget, but yeah, that's well, that's—I mean,
0: it could be also be. I mean, it's definitely supposed to be part. I think it's the intent is that it's supposed to be the Rocky Mountains.
2: I see. I see. Um, well, either way, it looks great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the pickaxes. I like the colors. They go well together. Um, I mean, basically everything you said. Yeah, I agree with.
2: Just smart design all around. I mean, even just that little bit of white on the top half of the basketball and the white on the left half Mm -hmm. of the mountain. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are game changers right there in design. So, design wise, I I mean, what are you thinking? I'm thinking S.
0: I'm thinking S too. I think it's just like I mean,
2: it's so much better than the first two that we just saw.
0: It's just great, and like this is a relatively new design or new rebrand, and it's just way better. Than their older ones. Yeah. I I just think it's clean. Yeah. I just really like it. All right. Detroit Pistons. This has basically been their same logo since the team was like founded in 1947. I think it's an S. (laughs) No, and I wasn't saying that negatively. I was just saying it's been the same. Yeah. And I think there's a reason. Yeah. Because it gives you that classic. It's the same for me as like seeing like the Yankees uniforms. It's been the same since like 1917, which is just white with the blue pinstripes. Yeah, it's just clean. It's classy. It's like it looks good. Old school. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it looks a little bit old school, but also like I could totally see that being designed today at the same time.
0: It's just so simple. Really nice. It's just a basketball with their name in the middle. Looks great. What do you think? S. You think S?
2: I I do. I mean, I think that they they know they have a good thing going, and they're not gonna. Fair
0: enough. We'll put it S. All right, the Pelicans. Um, this is also a relatively new one because they also oh, it's new. recently changed their name. They were the New Orleans Hornets. Um, but then they rebranded to the Pelicans, and then the uh, Charlotte Bobcats renamed to the Hornets because – Essentially, it was the Charlotte Hornets for a while,
1: but then they relocated to uh, New Orleans.
0: And then, so then they were the New Orleans Hornets. And then Charlotte got another team and they were the Bobcats. But then the New Orleans Hornets were like...
2: They're the bobcats during Wondery Hill.
0: Yes. So then the New Orleans Hornets were like, <laughs> why are we the Hornets? Like, this doesn't make sense. We want to rebrand and kind of get a clean f- start here. Mm-hmm. So the pelican is the state bird of Louisiana. Oh, that's cute. So they decided to go to the pelicans. And then the Hornets were like, yeah, thank God. We can go... Or the, sorry, the bobcats... We're like, like, thank God we can go back to being the Hornets because you took our name and they were the Bobcats because their owner's name was like Bob something. Sure. Because obviously there's no Bobcats in Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are. But anyways.
2: Uh, I would say. So the Pelicans. That if this is a rebrand, that's so sad because this is an ugly. (laughs) I think it's ugly. It is. (laughs) The colors are bad. The design is bad. It just looks like it was designed in (laughs) In, like, the early 2000s. I really don't like the colors. In, like, a bad way, not in a good way. Right. Because, obviously, early 2000s had some strong hits. I don't
0: like the tan. No. The beige, especially when it's on their jerseys. Um, Mm -mm. I think the pelican is cool. Like, this bottom part of it is cool with, like, the pelican holding the ball. Because, like, how else can you integrate a pelican into your logo? Like, it's cool enough, and, like, also, I like... I
2: think they still could have done better. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a cool idea, it holding the ball, but I just... It's just kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think not, it's, a it's bummer. not great. It's I not think the it's, worst one, but it's not... It's definitely it's, bad. I think it's C tier. Okay. I think it's top C tier.
2: Oh, I wouldn't even... I would say it's, like...
0: You think it's worse like, than the Magic?
2: I do. Because at least the Magic looks, like... Like, it doesn't look like a be- a wrong design. It just looks like an old design. Fair Whereas enough. Pelicans just looks like
0: wrong. Fair enough. All right, we'll put them at the bottom so far. Okay. All right, the, the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. Uh, this is also a relatively new rebrand because they were the New Jersey Nets. That's right. But then they changed ownership and they moved to Brooklyn. So they got a whole new feel, a whole new vibe. Um I think it's fine. I like the simplicity of it. It's just black and white. Same as their jerseys are all black and white. Um their court is like a dark hardwood with just like the black and white logo. Mm. Um It's very simple. Um I, I like But for it. me, yeah, I just I wouldn't say it's I wonder if like it's a little S. too simple.
2: I wouldn't say it's an ass. I would say yeah. it's an A. But I like that they like kept with the simple thing, and I think it could have been done a little bit better. But that's more just like I think preference. You know, like you have to get into like what a different. Graphic
1: I just
0: designer think
2: designer would do, but I just like like I think that that's really solid. But I just don't think it's the best one
0: for me. It looks like they worked off of like a template. Like they just Googled like. Sport team logo template because, like, this is the most boring, like, basic shield that sure. you see, and then it's just like put the team name or the city at the bottom. Like, get yeah. the but, like, like,
2: Detroit is so simple and yet it's timeless and perfect and exactly what you want for them. Whereas that one's just like,
0: I don't know, it's at least wanting a little bit more. Yeah, I'll put it on a tier. I
2: just don't think it's. I'm amazing. happy to put it in a tier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the Atlanta Hawks.
2: I think it's great. I think it's solid. Kind of the same thing as the it? Nets. Like, I think it's a solid design. It's not too complicated. You know, I really like the dual tone or, like, tritone, Like, the ones that don't put too many, like, different colors into the graphic. I think that that's, you know, obviously a solid choice. That's where the Mavericks go wrong. Mm. But, I like think,
1: it just, I don't know, like, it's,
2: I, I go back and forth between thinking it's too simple and not, mm-hmm. and thinking it's the simplicity is like what's cool.
0: I think it's a solid B. Okay. Because I do like the simplicity of it. It's classy with just like Atlanta Hawks basketball club and then the hawk in the middle. It almost to me, if you just like showed this to someone without them being able to read what it says, I would think it's like a, like a skate, brand or like a clothing Mm. brand sure so i think it's cool because it's like it reaches out further than just like this is like a sports team like logo yeah like i think it's cool
2: i think it's definitely way better than the mavericks though
0: i do i just don't think it's at the same level as the nets one though Mm, for me maybe We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll read, hey. read just at the end. All right, the Indiana Pacers. I kind of hate it. Yeah. I've always hated their logo, in general. Just like, like with like the P with the basketball in for the middle. Some reason it just like looks
2: like a super heavy diaper, like when a kid's carrying their poop around. <laughs> it's just like it, fair just enough. The, I don't know the ball and the P. <laughs> All right. It just like it shouldn't be there. I, We're leaving something there that we needed to clean up a while ago.
0: I do like the colors; I think they go pretty well together. Um, but it's just like that logo is just like it's
3: just weird, boring to me.
0: It is weird too, because it's like they're the Pacers, and I believe it's supposed to be for like you know the Indy Five Hundred, mm-hmm. um, like stock car racing stuff like that. <laughs> So, like, that's what the... Like, there's, like, line... Like, literally supposed to be, like, those are, like, speed lines.
2: Sure. But it's just, like...
0: It's just, like... Kind of weird. Yeah, it's just a little lame to me.
2: I like where their head was at, but I think the execution was poor. And I would still say it's better than the that. <laughs>
0: it's just, like, what can you do when you're, like, given a name like that? Like, the pacers. Like, how can you... Like I agree. With, like they di- I think they're doing the best that they can with what they were given. I think they're. I think they could be a little better, but like I don't know. For me, it's just like how do you make a logo for a basketball team that's named after a different sport? Yeah. <laughs> Without just like if just being like a race car, <laughs> so I'll put yeah. it.
2: I think it's better than peace. I mean than uh Mavericks though. Still really. A little bit. I mean maybe not a ton because the Mavericks. At least have, like, I don't
3: know.
0: I'm putting it below the Mavericks. Okay. I think I like the Mavericks one a little better.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, the Timberwolves. This is a new rebrand. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. This is perfect. A, they're getting to work with one of the coolest animals alive in a wolf.
2: Right, that's true. Uh,
0: So just incorporate a wolf any way you can into your logo, and you're going to be at least a B tier. Um,
2: but here they have four colors which you know I technically really like it when they stick to like fewer but they use them so well and the only really real reason there's four is because of that little pop of color which is like That
0: pop of green which is great on their jerseys It's so
2: perfect and they have really good lines this kind of reminds me of something that like Val would do because it's just like really solid lines and like good contrast between the foreground and the background without like Taking away from the fact that like it's totally a basketball behind them, I don't know. This is just like it's not
0: too much going on. The wolf no. isn't overbearing, but also the basketball isn't distracting.
2: The lettering—it's a perfect choice of lettering. It's a perfect choice of like uh, like where it's located. You know, it's a little bit off. Everything's a little bit off-centered, but not in a confusing way. Right. It's great. I love it. I think it's S. Yeah, me too. I
0: think I'm going to put it above the Pistons, too.
2: I was just about to say that. Like, I Thanks. I can't decide whether I like it better than the Nuggets. Like, part of me thinks that I do. But that might just be because I'm more drawn to blues rather than, like, golds.
0: Mm. I just like that pop of gold in the Nuggets one. it's yeah, not...
2: but the, it's the same with the Timberwolves or the pop
0: of green. I know. I definitely like... I, th- I think it works better with the jerseys because there's a little bit more of the green on it to give you a little more of that flavor. Mm. But like in the logo, it's, I don't know. I, I get it. I like how it's just a very simple.
2: But those are too solid. Those yeah. are really solid I mean, it's, logos.
0: It's a close one and two.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. The New York Knicks. I love this logo. Of course you do. Because I just think it, it literally just remind it just makes me think of like the 1980s basketball. Because it's barely changed from their 80s logo. And that was when they were last good. But it just, like, it has, like, that retro feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you were to see that... See, I actually don't even have it on the shirt. Um, but if you just have, like... If it was this shirt, and instead of this, it was just that logo, you'd be like, oh, that's a nice retro Yeah. shirt.
2: I was going to say, it looks like it's from the 80s.
0: Yeah, and I like that, though. Because it is updated... Like it. It is updated from their '80s logo.
2: I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't think it's the strongest one, but I don't dislike. No, it's it. definitely not.
0: I understand that I am biased. I don't think it's great, but, but like, I do not, love it.
2: It's not a poor design.
0: And I obviously, I love. And I think
2: they're playing up the retro. I think they want to stay true to their roots because oh. they don't really have anything else going for them.
0: For sure, no, hundred percent. And so. they, I think everyone always loved their old logo too. Um, So I think, I think
1: it's a good, I think it's solid. I would put it as a B. Above,
2: like. Above the I, Mavericks? Oh, yeah.
0: Would you put it above the Hawks? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so solid Like,
2: a. Like, but, yeah, exactly. Like, That's it fair. could be an A, but.
0: It might be. We might have to move it We up. might. A might get a little lonely here for the Nets. Yeah, but it's and just and it's, the
2: more I look at the Nets, the more I'm like, is it?
0: I love the colors, too, of the Knicks one, too. I was just about so to the, say that. Like, It'd the specific blue that they chose to go with that orange is just, like, Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's My not friend. as bold as the Mets' blue and orange. It's a little easier on the eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is
1: generally updated.
2: I think it's fine. I yeah. think it's just fine.
1: It's just very... Like they
2: have the nice little shield thing. They have the sword thing, which is cool. I've never been a huge fan of their colors, except for translated on jerseys. Like, the jerseys right. are nice, but... The
0: jerseys are
3: nice.
2: But, like, their logos, just, like, those colors don't look great on a logo to me, so... That's fair. I don't really like gold and red together. I get that. I mean, yeah. that's part of the reason why, I like, the Mavericks is... I mean, the Pelicans is, like, kind of...
0: Yeah, that gold. Weird.
2: Yeah, like, those colors just don't necessarily mesh together. Granted, it looks way better than the Pelicans, but...
3: Sure.
1: It's just fine. Yeah. C
2: tier? I don't
3: know
0: C what tier? else I
2: could have done, though.
0: I know, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not...
2: The C I don't like. Why is the C like that? I know it's always been like that. It is a little,
0: like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really get it. It is a little random.
2: That seems old in a bad way and not old in a fun way.
0: I think it's C tier for me. Okay. I think it's better than the Magic. I like it better than the Magic.
2: I like it better than the Magic.
0: We'll put it at the top of C tier. Now, I kind of want to switch it with the Pacers,
1: though, because I think it's better than the Pacers one. I think it's better than the
3: Pacers.
1: I'm going to switch it. I'm going to move the Pacers down. All
0: right. The Miami Heat. I have always thought that the basketball as a...
1: I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Is it like a
0: asteroid on fire? I don't know. I just like I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the integration of the basketball like being the part of the flame.
2: It could have been done.
0: I just think so it could be much so better. Cool to
2: yeah. make a basketball into a flame. It literally just looks like it's a ball in a sock.
0: Can you not lean so much? You're pushing me away. <laughs> I think
2: it
1: looks like a ball in a sock. They just need to permanently change to
0: their Miami Vice branding. Hmm. Because that just screams Miami.
2: Yeah, that's cooler. And also, it doesn't look like they did a bad job Even making this, it fall like to just flame. So... It just looks... Oh, yeah, that one looks amazing.
0: Like, it's just so much cooler. And it, like I said, it's just like... Like I get it. Like this is like oh, it's the heat. It's on fire. Like it's hot. It's Miami. It's
2: just, it's just weird.
0: It just rem- it just it makes me think it was made in like two thousand two.
2: Yeah, because it's like stark red, to yellow instead of like what a fire actually looks like. And you can still I you know you can still have clean lines, do like clean separation between the colors, but still have it look more interesting and more or not just like
0: a I mean mess. even I just I think I just love the Miami Vice.
2: I also love Brandon. the Miami Vice font way better. The Miami Heat, like, yeah.
1: regular font just kind of looks outdated as
0: well. For sure. But You're leaning so much on the chair, you keep spinning me one way or another.
2: What about this? What if I just go like this? I guess. Okay.
0: So I think... If it was the Miami Vice one, it'd be S tier, but it's not. So it's like C. C. Yeah. yeah. Where though? These Florida teams
1: not doing too well I know. Maybe above the Magic. That's fair.
0: It's just, yeah, it's just not good. It's just not good. Could have been so much better. All right, the Wizards. This is a relatively new rebrand as well. It's way better than their older one. Um. I just don't like, and this is getting a little off topic, I don't like that they switched their name to the Wizards. I liked it back when they were the Bullets. And they were the Baltimore Bullets. Um,
2: well, they had to rebrand. They were moving was, to Washington.
0: I know, but they were the Washington Bullets still for a while. Oh, I see. Um, and obviously it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there's no bullet trains in <laughs> America, let alone D.C. But that was like the branding okay. was like you know, like the Metro almost. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Anyways, it's just like the Wizards. Like that's such a dumb.
2: It's just alliteration.
0: Yeah. But anyways.
2: I don't hate it. I don't love it. I say it's, it might even be an A because they did design it really well. Like the, it's clean lines, not too many colors. Like nothing looks out of place. You know, they have the stripes. I don't know. The stars, the There's, stars and stripes, kind of a situation. They definitely looks like they got the pencil in there.
0: They, they got definitely a lot for a Hit their the pencil.
2: Yeah. The, What's
0: the pencil? You mean the Washington Monument? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. They definitely are staying away from any sort of imagery of the wizards, uh-huh. which is great because their old logo.
2: I mean, but they have the didn't.
0: wand. The wand?
2: Yeah, the, oh, the Washington, it's the Monument Washington Monument and, the and, the and the star makes a wand. Yeah, but
0: it's so much better than... But
2: it's way better, yeah.
0: Do you remember their old one?
2: Not really. I bet I would if you
1: showed me. Well, why don't I show you? Okay. It was Oh, yeah, it was
2: this. so gross. Like, the
0: colors are disgusting.
2: That would have been an a a
0: like, d. Like, look at this guy. Yeah. Oh, that's like the worst here. So it's such a huge step up.
2: I would put it as an A, I think. They did a I really think good a. job. They
0: did. This is the one good thing going for uh, the Washington Wizards. Because it's
2: about their logo, not what they're called.
0: No, yeah, totally. And th- Yeah, I was just saying that in general um, about them. I, I, said, I did say it was a tangent, but... Um, yeah, I think it's clean. It's you know most of the washington teams except for the football team are more hitting on the patriotic yeah the
2: red white and blue stuff um
0: which is fine you yeah. know i mean you're in dc um so yeah i like it uh the raptors this is a, a relatively new rebrand as well but i like it a lot
2: yeah s like easily it has exactly what we what we like about the other three. It's simple. I think it's above the Pistons colors. as well. Yeah, a little bit. But that's... Uh, I don't know, because Pistons is just so so boring but good. Yeah, But we, we can leave it there.
0: I just like...
2: It's a smart design. It's simple but still saying It's something.
0: the same simplicity as the Pistons one but with a little bit more imagination.
2: Yeah. I
3: like So,
0: that. yeah, I think it's very clean and I like their colors. I do miss their old colors and their old branding um, which is a very retro feel mm. but this is great this is great alright the Warriors
2: oh my gosh so bad
0: don't let your hatred for Steph Curry
2: no 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 I'm not alright I one I hate blue and yellow or blue and gold I think Fair I much. don't understand why everyone loves those colors together I think they look gross but two or specifically those that like royal blue and yellow But two, I just, it's, the bridge, it's not even the bridge done well. I mean, there's a way that you could make it, like, a bold, like, thing, and it would look kind of cool that it's a bridge, but it just kind of looks, it doesn't really look like a logo of a basketball team, it looks like a logo of some architects or something. Like, it just doesn't. And then I also hate that it's just like Golden State and Warriors looks like it's just kind of added on and not really a part of the design. It just kind of looks like word art.
0: I also just, I mean, again, this is slightly off topic, but it's not, though, because it's like they're the Warriors and their focus is the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Like, I don't know. Like you're like the Golden State part of it plays on like the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like kind of similar to the Warrior or the Wizards where it's like you have kind of nothing to do with the name is like, I mean, you can't put that on all the teams because it's like the Pistons don't have a horse or a more apt car piston. Um, You know, the Knicks don't have Knickerbockers, like which is what they're, original name was um it's just a, so i get it but it's yeah. just like i don't know and like, what are you you're focusing do? it on something entirely different like the knicks it's just like it just says their name yeah. The pistons it just says their name and it's like hey we play basketball but like the warriors it's like we're the warriors and here's something entirely different and the only but image also, in the logo is
2: warriors also like is one of those words that kind of is on the fence of like appropriation if you like, so if they were to put warriors, what type of warrior would they put on there that wouldn't be, no? I... you know, a little bit on the wrong line of appropriation that would make that would be a logo worth people being like, yeah, you know, what I what mean? I like, if you just put like, I don't know, it just it, it, that I think they were smart to harp on the golden state instead of the warriors, because then it's a more general term. However, I think they should have made the bridge more interesting more bold because just had, it just, just kind of looks like an architecture just for,
0: do it differently
2: yeah d yeah think it's the worst well, one well i mean i still think it's a little better than the pelicans I do but too. yeah
0: i want to put it above the pelicans because okay. i do think it's better than them we'll see if we move the pelicans down
1: all right the jazz i hate this i don't like it i think it's it looks like I designed
2: it, and I mean that in just not a good way at all.
0: Again, their older stuff was so much better. And I mean, like, older stuff from, like, the 80s mm. was great. I loved that branding. But this is just, like, I get it because the old branding didn't play anything on the name of the jazz. The but it's like, you're the there. Utah Jazz, and it's just your only reason you have that name is because it was, they were originally the New Orleans Jazz. But then the team relocated to Salt Lake City, but kept the name. So it's just one of those things where it's like, it makes no sense. Like you should have just renamed yourself.
2: Yeah. I just, I think it's ugly. And I think that there was, even the idea is not necessarily bad. It's just executed the worst way they could have done it.
0: Yeah. It's just so bland. like, like it's it's literally just someone said like, hey, we need a new logo. I would say J the name, music note. Well, not even, they were just like incorporate some sort of music aspect and some sort of like basketball aspect. And the person was like, all right, well I can make the J into a music note and make the block part of it a basketball. And they were like, ship it. Like we don't have time. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't like it at all.
2: But that's not even the worst part of it.
0: Okay, the worst it
2: part of it is the lines of it. And, like, why does the A have, why did the A and the Zs have line, oops, why did they, like, it's just the lines of it don't make sense mm. with the rest of it. The slants don't make sense with the rest of it. Like, it's trying to be something, it's like it's trying to achieve maybe angles to create, like, fun shapes, but it just doesn't really succeed. So it just looks like I drew it in math class
0: while, that's, yeah, that's what attention. I'm saying. Yeah.
2: Like, it doesn't look like a designer really spent that much time on it.
0: I think this is the worst one. Yeah, me too. I think it's significantly worse than the Pelicans. In my opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, the Rockets. Again. Leave your biases <laughs> at the door.
2: I know. I still just don't I've never really liked it.
0: Yeah.
2: Um it's boring. It doesn't look like a bat like it doesn't look like a team thing. It doesn't look like I mean I just don't really get it. Is it supposed to be a rocket? I think
0: it's supposed to generally be a rocket. And it's like, this is like, you know, like the, like... Like it's a rocket taking yeah. off. There it's could just, have
2: been better... There was better ways to do that. There was... It looks like the bad title to a movie, not... Yeah, and I, just,
0: and I just and I just never liked their jerseys either. Because it's literally just the red and white. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much red or so much white. Like, there's just... No accent color at all, and it's just. It's just so boring. D. Is it better or worse than the jazz?
1: It's better than the jazz. For sure. All right, the Kings. Terrible.
0: Really? (laughs) Why?
2: I just. It it, it again just looks like it was designed in word art.
0: Yeah, it's very blocky.
2: It's blocky in a bad way. I get that
1: they're trying to
0: make a king, which is
1: cute, but I I don't think it's great. But I do think it's
0: I think it's better than the warriors, in my opinion. Because I like the colors better. I like the purple. It's a bold choice, Mm -hmm. but it's not like whoa purple. And like at this point. Not really anyone else utilizes purple anymore. Yeah, and I the, do like the colors. The gray is nice, and they have usually black as an accent color as well.
2: But if the design was better, then the colors would look better. No, I agree. So I'm going to say you can put it there.
0: I just, yeah. It I might think be, it's yeah, you can put it there. It's definitely better than the Pelicans, that's for sure.
2: Absolutely. You can put it above the Warriors. Okay. It's
0: fine. Yeah. Again, yeah, I think they could do more than just like, it's a crown and a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the Thunder.
2: They have. Coolest name and a terrible logo. Yeah. The coolest name. There's so much you could do with that. Yeah. They did nothing with that. Yep. Yeah. It's rough. My phone is
0: ringing. Oh, okay. Thanks for joining us. Sorry. Thanks for your input. I'll finish it off myself. I'll try Sorry. to
2: do, I wanna say, do you I want to say proud. the Memphis Grizzlies, incredible. Okay. Hornets, incredible. Okay. Portland, no sense. Okay. Lakers, classic. Okay.
0: Thank you. Bulls can also be a classic. It is. All right, thank you. Appreciate You're your time. Bye. Thanks, bye. Okay. Alright, it's back to just just me again. Um. Okay so the thunder yeah and i've talked to multiple graphic design friends that i have and they're just not huge fans of this logo either i i will say the colors oftentimes get flack especially for that bright orange but i like it especially on their their jerseys they get a lot of flack too but i like the orange jerseys but i am going to put it c tier because i need to be unbiased i think it's definitely better than the heat but maybe not better than the Pacers. So I'm going to leave it here. All right, the Bucks, I really like. Um, I think it's way better than their old one. I'm going to put it above the Mavericks because I like the cream color. I'm not a huge fan of that on their jerseys when it's like mostly cream. But like... It's just, it's pleasant. It's easy on the eyes. The buck is sick. It's just looking you right in the eyes and it's like the perfect size and it's the emphasis. The, you know, the font is clean. I really like the green. I like the colors in general, but I especially like that, like forest green. Um, it's relatively new too. It's updated. And I think it's better than their old one. Um, so I think it's just a, it's just the same thing where it's like an animal is your, um, mascot obviously it's not close to the the timberwolves but like it's it's better than it's just what the mavericks could have done with theirs so all right the trailblazers yeah i don't i love their colors and i love their jerseys but yeah this logo just makes no sense at all
1: like what is it see if we can look it up
0: trailblazers logo are you guys still there on facebook i don't know if i lost you or not um see if we can find out like what this
1: actually is so it's
0: been the logo the whole time it used to be more horizontal but then they just went diagonal with it not sure
1: why um let's see
0: still here all right cool those are pretty sick why don't they use those more often i like those those alternate jerseys
1: yeah see I like these jerseys, though. They're just so clean. All right, I don't think it's actually going to say what it is.
0: So, yeah, I just, I think with it being the trailblazers or even just the blazers, I just think they could have done so much more. This mic is starting to annoy me, dude. Keeps moving on me. I think they could have just done so much more with it. Um, And it could have been so much cooler. I love the colors though. But I'm going to put it
1: above the Warriors. Because it just doesn't make sense.
0: (sighs) Mm, It's my opinion. So I'm putting it there. The Clippers, I hate it. I hate their new one. Their old one was so much better. I'm putting it down here in D. I like it better than the Rockets, but like, it's just bad, man. Their old one used to be so much better. I don't know why they changed it. It's just so boring, bland, like, and nothing to me. I don't like it. The Hornets one is fire. That's definitely a. It's definitely better than the Nets. I'm actually gonna move the Nets down here too. I'm gonna switch the Nets and the Knicks. I'm doing some extra moving here now that Megan's gone. But the Hornets that one's fire. It's just like you got the stinger. It's the emphasis of it, but you got the 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 font is real cool and it fits in well. And the Hornets just looking right at you. It's looking menacing. The colors are great. It translates perfectly on their jerseys too. I'm a big fan of it. I really like the Hornets logo.
1: Um
0: Lakers oh, Should the Lakers be S tier, man? It's just so classic.
1: Hmm. Mm-mm-mm.
0: I gotta put it if I'm putting the Pistons up there I gotta put the Lakers up there it's just so classic it's beautiful colors of course I'm a huge fan because it's the same colors as my alma mater um, it's simple but it's got a little flair like with the line work
1: yeah I like it It's just it's
0: it just makes you think of basketball the Spurs, I'm going to put the, I like instinctively want to put it in C tier because I just don't think it's that great. But like the more you look at it, it's just so simple and you got the Spur in there. But like the, the font just like makes me think of Texas though. I don't know why. It just makes me think of like a cowboy. But like, could they have done more with it? I don't think so because then you're just going to be straight up having a cowboy on your logo and that's going to be not look good. And I like the simple black and white with a little bit of gray. I'm going to put it B tier. I think it's a better than the Mavericks, but not as cool as the Bucks. Yeah. Grizzlies is A, that's great. I'm putting it above the Knicks too. It would be S tier if they had different colors. I like the colors. Don't get me wrong. I love just the mostly blue with a little bit of flair with the yellow, but it's not overbearing yellow. The font is fine. could be a little better, but I wish it was just like, it was like black. Like if their colors were like black with like red, again, that's just personal opinion. I'm not a graphic designer, but like if they switched colors with the trailblazers, that would be, tight that would move it up to s tier real quick for me but it's just yes yeah, again it's just it's an animal it's a fierce animal and it's just looking right at you and it's just like it's the focus of it and there's not too much going on with it the bulls is a classic too you have to put that nest here i like it better than uh the pistons too it's just that bull is staring you down And I love the red. It's a fierce red with the black with it. I love the Bulls logo. I like their older one better, but they've kept the classic retro look to it that they had. Um, And it's not too much of the Bull. Like, you're not getting, like, their fat body in it. Um, And the font is simple, but it fits right in to, like, in between the horns. I just love that Bulls logo. Ugh. It's great. That's great work, whoever designed that back in the day. 76ers one, I feel like it has to just go right with the Wizards because it's just like the same thing. It's just the exact same concept, really. It's the red, white, and blue. It's based off of America. It's simple. It's got the stars and stripes. It's got the basketball. It just did it a little bit differently, and I like... I like it slightly more because I like this look of the Philadelphia with the stars. I don't know why. I just like it. Um, a little pop of red there um, with like the 13 colonies, the stars, um, you know, back in 1776, blah, blah, blah. Why do they need to put the city name? Wouldn't just the mascot
1: be enough? Um,
0: Um, I mean, yeah, but I think it's important though, because you have to think of like a logo is like representing the team and like that brand. And so you want it to be synonymous with like where they're from too, so that you don't say Pistons without saying the Detroit Pistons. You don't want someone to refer to them as the kings without saying the sacramento kings you want them to think sacramento kings like if i were to say you know the pacers you know you want them to immediately think oh the indiana pacers i think that's the main reason uh just because it's supposed to be like that pride in the city and that's where they play that's where the community and the fans are and you just want them to think of that city uh that would be my guess is is why you incorporate the city in the name um the Bulls, yeah. But yeah, um, I think the 76ers and the Wizards are just right there next to each other. I think the 76ers just has a little bit more of a retro feel from their older stuff, which I liked, which is why I have it just above the Wizards. The Suns is terrible. That's, it's C tier for me. It's just so stupid. Like this, like it's literally just the Sun. It's like a, a four-year-old drew the Sun And then they put a basketball in the middle of it and then just wrote suns underneath it. I hate the font. I hate that if you turn the word suns upside down, it says suns. I think that's so dumb. The colors are fine. I, I, I don't have anything against the colors. But like,
1: what was their old one? I think I like their old one way better. Not this one, the older one, because I didn't really like the purple one either.
0: Oh, has it just always been bad? Like that's cool, I like that. I like that a lot, because it gives you the Arizona feel too. That's like got some, uh, shoot, what's
1: the name?
0: I can't think of it. Sydney and Arizona, not Phoenix though. (laughs) It just gives you Arizona feels, though. I've been just thinking of this one. Yeah, that one's not great either. It's just tough. Your name is The Suns because it's just hot in Phoenix. So, like, you have to incorporate the basketball with The Sun, which is just such a dumb concept for me. So I'm just not about it. I just don't like it. It's hard to work with, and it's just not executed well either. Just not a fan. Don't like it. And then the Celtics is S tier as well. I mean, it's just so classic. Um, It's been pretty much the same logo since, like, the 50s. Again, same with, like, the Lakers and the Pistons and the Bulls. These are just, like, the classics. Done well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Love the green. It's got the Irish feel for, you know, Boston. Um, should be pronounced the Celtics, but for whatever reason, they were just like, nah, let's just not have a hard C. Let's have a soft C and have it be Celtics. Um, but I mean, it's really playing on the Irish ancestry that is in Boston, which makes a ton of sense. Uh, so you got the leprechaun. Um, it's just, it's, it's classy. Um, I like it
1: actually. Yeah. 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 I like it. So there you go.
0: I think I, I think i like where this is at. Let me look it over again. Um, I think I'm pretty happy with these rankings though. I might, I'm going to move the nets down. It's just like, it's, the more I look at it, the more I'm just like, I don't know, they could have done more. It's just kind of bland.
1: Yeah, I feel confident in that. I like it. Let's take a screenshot.
0: Well, there you have it. There are all 30 NBA team logos ranked in a tier list just for you guys. Um, let's go back to this. Hello. All right, Um, yeah, so with that being said, that's going to wrap it up for us here. Um, So I do appreciate those of you on Facebook who tuned in. Again, I really apologize if you're going to try to go watching back the the video. (laughs) Uh, The first, like, 45 minutes to an hour, I didn't realize that the mic was muted on OBS. I just, I don't understand OBS. It just never wants you to have a mic working. So just listen to the audio portion um, and you'll be fine. But I promise I will continue to try to get better with OBS and making it work. I don't know if I'm going to keep using it moving forward. I just need it so I could like share my screen and stuff for the tier list. So hopefully we won't run into this issue much more. Um, But um, yeah, so speaking of that, Facebook and Instagram are sports talk with swag. So go follow those pages uh, Twitter's STW's cast, Go follow me there. Um, you can write an email to sports sportstalkerswag at gmail.com uh, with any of your thoughts or questions uh, or topics you want me to cover. Any and all that stuff. I love getting uh, notes from you guys. Um, you can listen to the audio of this on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can uh, find podcasts. So you can listen to it. Uh, leave a five-star rating wherever you can Um, and with that being said I want to thank you again for listening and I will see you guys in the next episode peace